You're listening to the Gluten-Free Guide Podcast with your host, Vanessa Weisbrod. Welcome to the Gluten-Free Guide Podcast. I'm Vanessa Weisbrod, coming to you from the Celiac Disease Program at Children's National Health System. And I want to start out by saying a huge thank you to all of our dedicated listeners. Today's podcast is a very special interview with a family who has been close to our celiac program for nearly two decades. Abe Kuhn was diagnosed with celiac disease in 2001 when he was just a tiny little boy with many health issues. I remember meeting him when he was practically just skin and bones. Now, 17 years later, Abe is a thriving college student, a basketball player, and a peer mentor to other children with celiac disease. Today, Abe is going to talk to us about the college search process and what the last two years have been like for him being at his own in school. We also have Abe's mom and dad, Harriet and Adam, in the studio to talk about the experience of being parents to a child with celiac disease and then sending him off to college. I know all of our listeners are going to love hearing about the Kuhn's journey. So without further ado, I'm going to toss it over to my co-host, Ellen, who sat down with the family. Take it away, Ellen. Abe, Adam, and Harriet, I want to thank you all for joining us today and talking about your experience uh, with Abe going away to college, so thank you very much. Uh, Adam and Harriet, I'd like to start with you from the point of view of parents. Uh, When your child goes away to college, uh, it can be such an exciting time, uh, but it also can be very stressful. When your child has celiac disease, it must be, I imagine, even more stressful uh, to make that transition. Can you tell us how this was for you when you were taking doing this? Uh, well, celiac disease was definitely a part of the equation, but it wasn't the part of the equation that we were wholly focused on. We're fortunate that it's 2018 now, Uh, Abe was a freshman in college in 2016. So we have come a long way Mm -hmm. since Abe was diagnosed in 2001 when your options were, you know, a a gluten-free waffle. (laughs) Chicken and rice. And chicken and rice. (laughs) So, um, you know, things have come along so far, especially because of groups like children's, that... um, our main, you know, Abe's main concern was what school wanted him to play basketball for them. And we visited about eight schools, and the last school, Oberlin, was the one that said, hey, Abe, we'd like you to play. And so that was the thing that selected Oberlin for us, and then we figured out the food. Okay, so how did you begin to do that? And uh, Abe, maybe you can tell me how you, what was your first step? You've decided you're going to Oberlin, now what? Uh, well, it was really, and th- th- this is the, whole, the point I've been driving home all day, um, just to people who are newly diagnosed to, to celiac disease. You have to advocate for yourself when you have celiac disease and people will want to help you. Uh, I went with my mom, she, she came on the visit and uh, actually no, it was parents weekend. It was, it was parents weekend and she, she, like, she thanked the manager for taking such good care of me and I was like, oh mom, you, you didn't have to do that. But uh, 
really it's about developing the relationship with the kitchen staff because that is the key to you getting the food you need. So can you tell us really how did you develop that relationship? Well, that uh, it depends. So I'm I'm a very extroverted uh, guy, so I love to talk to people, and I tried to develop relationships. I, I go up to I go up to the you know the the kitchen staff. Hi, how's it going? How's your day? Things of that nature, just to to really check on them because they're they're kind of they're like family to me, and and for for people who are who who struggle to to, who are in, more introverted, who feel uncomfortable with that, that that's, that's where you have to get to because that's, that's, the, that's the key to being able to get gluten-free food in, in a college setting, I would say. So, Harriet, when you were at the college for Parents Weekend, you know, what was your feeling with talking to the, the staff there? Well, I was very grateful. And I think what happens when you appreciate people they take care of your child. And I don't think I really worried that he wasn't getting fed. The boy likes to eat. (laughs) He's an athlete. He's eating a lot of food. And I think that was really, that was the kind of the, the main point, that I knew that he had made friends in the dining hall. And I know that he's a resilient person. So I knew if he wasn't getting food one way, he was going to go a different direction. So I just kind of went to the central person. I had a point out the, the dining hall manager to me, and I just thought, let, let him know. Let, I wanted him to know that my husband and I, the whole family, was very grateful that, that Oberlin was taking very good care of Abe. So did Abe, did they set things up special for you, or did they already have things in place for students with celiac disease. Uh, so, at, at, you'll find at any college or and, and specifically Oberlin, like they they are required to have specific uh, provisions for kids with kids who are gluten free, uh, and and especially a place like Oberlin, you know, it's granola crunchy. So there's vegan, vegetarian people with very specific uh, dietary restrictions. So. They really need to be on top of all that stuff, or else people are going to get, you know, people are going to be like, "What? What's going on? Why? Why? Why isn't there any food for me?" So they they were already on top of it before I got there. I just had I had to reach out and I have to be the one to ask for, "Can I have pasta? Can I have this pizza? Can you make this for me?" And everything kind of just works out from there. So that is great to hear. So, you know, I'm thinking what everybody thinks when somebody talks about their experience at college. How is the food? Like it? <laughs> uh, it's it's a struggle sometimes. I, I can't even lie. Uh, it, you know, it, it's it's dining, it's college dining food and you're not eating you're not eating gourmet food every day, but uh, I find myself you know, when I find myself being very thankful to come home and eat mom and dad's c- cooking and and eat uh, eat good gluten free food at home, but you know, you know when I'm at college, I'm I'm not starving and I'm eating I'm I'm eating a ton of food and I'm also going out going out to restaurants. I I eat out. We me and my teammates we we go out a lot too. So uh, that's a that's an, another way we get get our calories for the for the day. So, Abe, when you go to restaurants with your team or friends, how do you manage that? Well, uh, there's 
a few res. It's a small college town, so there's only a few restaurants that we we go to, and uh, so I've kind of over over my two years there, I've developed relationships with the people at these different restaurants. But there's one great uh, great restaurant I go to called the Fev. Shout out to the Fev, and uh, they have burgers, tater tots, and fr- uh, like chicken wings, like wings. And those are all gl- like things you would think, oh, gluten. Um, gluten-free bun and dedicated fryers and great service, great staff. Um, I, I really can't, I, <laughs> I'm, it's like a promo for them, but I really can't um, be, be happier with like how, how much attention they pay to you know, the fact that I'm celiac and, and they just accommodate me so well. So, so definitely uh, something I would recommend for, for people when they're trying to make their college decision like, and, you're, and you're gluten-free or celiac, go and find a gluten-free spot around your college and make sure, you, like, if worse comes to worse, I can't go to the dining hall, I have a place to eat that'll take care of me and I know the food is safe. Have you had any situations where even though you really tried to think ahead or tried the best you could do to manage the situation, it just went wrong and you were sick? Uh, I really, so to, to be honest, I, I have not gotten sick in a while, but um, the, the most challenging thing for me is when we're on the road. So uh, my team travels to Greencastle, Indiana, or we're going to you know, Denison University, like six-hour drives, three-hour drives, and, you know, we'll eat Subway before the game and pizza after. And I'm, first of all, I, you know, it's, it's, it's rough. It's rough. So what but, do you do in those situations? So what I'll, what I'll do is I'll get uh, usually a salad from Subway, and then after – after uh after games like i'll I'll try i'll try and get either if they have gluten-free pizza i'll do that or i'll do a salad or wings and and i i just i have to kind of tough it out um on the way on the home on the on the ride home but i that i mean that's the most challenging thing Mm -hmm. thing for me and it's kind of hard because because of the location i would say I think people would tend to say probably traveling is the hardest yeah, part traveling's for the anybody. Hardest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Adam and Harriet, what advice do you have for other parents who are getting ready to go through this with their children who have celiac disease when you're looking for colleges? Well, it's interesting. When Abe was younger, I used to say that anybody who did something nice for him was in the Abe club. So they'd make a special cake for him at a birthday party or a cupcake or when we went out to dinner um, to their houses they'd make sure that the whole meal was gluten-free so we could eat everything so I think that's kind of um, the way we approach it that the world is out there to make Abe happy but we don't expect it we just tell people and we're kind to them and they give it right back to us. So we're not demanding, and we're not anxious about it. We trust that he knows what to do. We've trained him. He's, we, I don't think I've ever gotten anxious that he's going to get sick. So parents really, is that true? Yeah, say? no, that's yeah. true. Yeah. And parents have to let, it's almost like pushing a boat off of a dock. You have to let the children make those decisions. They have to go out and manage their food themselves. 
And something I know about Abe is that he likes to eat. <laughs> he's always hungry. And we have big food bills when he's in the house now. It, it's been that way for a while, and we're, we're delighted to feed him. He's a <laughs> great kid. Um, so the idea Thanks, for... <laughs> you're welcome. So for other parents is trust that you have done your job as a parent, that your, your child knows what to do and they're going to go out there and do it and make you proud so then you don't have to worry anymore. That's like the thing I worry least about, that he's going to get enough food. I mean, sometimes, like he said, when they're at away basketball games, I'm like, oh, did you get something to eat? He's like, yeah, yeah, I got food, but I'm not worried about it. It's more like an inquiry. Okay. Um, thank Adam, you. Uh, what can you add? Um, I think, you know, college selection is an anxiety-producing time of life for a parent and their child. Um, and the biggest factor today is cost, probably over everything. And so uh, the, 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 the college that your child will go to will be the college that they want to go to because they have a great chemistry program or they have a great uh, film program, not that they have a great dining hall. Um, so pick the college that, that's right for the kid and then investigate the dining options. The dining options will be there because it's 2018 and beyond. Uh, and um, so start local. You know, don't go a thousand miles away for your first college visit. You know, if you live in the DC area, visit College Park, visit GW, go out to the Eastern Shore. Um, you don't need to spend one or two thousand dollars to visit a college to see whether you like a big college or a small college because they're right here. So wherever you're listening to this, look local and then expand outward. Look at what you're interested in and then expand outward. And then once you find that spot, then inquire about the dining hall and you'll probably be pleasantly surprised of like, oh yeah, we've been dealing with celiac students for 10 years. Here's the section and you know, and some will be great, some will be okay. So Abe, you get the last word. What tips do you have for students who are getting ready to go away to college? Um, well, what I can't stress enough is uh, being able to advocate for yourself. Uh, when it comes to what you put in your body, uh, I think that it's, it's really important to be healthy. And being, if being gluten-free or celiac is part of that, then that's just another thing you have to add to it. And it's not a hindrance, it's actually something that can help you in life because you're, you're going out of your way and you're asking, okay, is this gluten-free? Like, what, what, am I, what am I putting in my body? And you're making sure you're getting the right stuff so you can feel the right way um, and, and healthy and you can feel good. So that's, that's the biggest thing, just really advocating for yourself and making sure you're getting the right food in college, wherever you're at in your life, um, yeah. Well, thank you, Abe and Harriet and Adam. We appreciate you speaking with us today. And I'm sure what you've uh, been talking about is going to help a lot, of, a lot of people out there. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for that excellent interview, Ellen, and the Kuhn family. We're so grateful to have you as part of our team. Now, before we sign off for today, I've got our grocery store tip of the week brought to you thanks to the generous support of Giant Martin's Foods. 
Frozen waffles are a huge hit in my household, and thankfully there are dozens of gluten-free options in grocery stores. There are gluten-free plain waffles, blueberry waffles, chocolate chip waffles, pumpkin spice waffles, apple cinnamon waffles, buckwheat chia and flaxseed waffles, to name just a few. So if you're craving a frozen waffle, head on down to your local grocery store's frozen foods aisle and pick up a box today. Then head to the condiment section and try some exotic spreads like almond butter, sunflower butter, or even coconut butter. Well, we're out of time for today. I hope you all enjoyed today's podcast and we'll talk to you again next time.